0: You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Avram and I hope you enjoy this episode. What about children? Um, the Gemara says in Yuma, Tinokos Mutarin B'Kulon. Of what's Asranyim Kipper, a small child can do it all. Except Milas Hassan. Gemara says, why? He says when it comes to Sandal, you'll say, Oh, someone else put it on him. And you're not supposed to feed the child something that's usher. So when you put the shoe on him, it's like you're doing the isher the Rabban to him. Well, the other ones also, in terms of eating and drinking, and Rachitza The Mar says, No. When it comes to, when it comes to when it comes to washing and uh, anointing, even if people see it, that the child did it, they don't necessarily say that the adult did it today. As so what about, Marissa says, what about Sando also? You see the kid with shoes, how do you know that the parent put the shoes on on Yom Kippur? Maybe put the leather shoes on him before Yom Kippur. Marissa says, no, when you see a kid who's wearing shoes on Yom Kippur, don't think he's been wearing them all night said the boy time you want to know what death is like a little bit death is it wear your shoes to sleep yes. just one second it says but it says it's not just not just uh, right that even if someone comes to you uh which would be it happened today. As they come today, can I do it? It says, mutaran bekuwan. So it's not about the reason why the rabbanan made exera even for children if it's not essential to their health. But something which helps them grow, the takana the rabbanan doesn't apply. And therefore, oils um, are all, it helps them. Anointing, it helps them. And therefore, um, but Nilo asando doesn't. So Nilo is the only thing that you have to, if the child is old enough, he should wear non-leather shoes. Everything else a child is allowed to do. Well, if that's true, why does the Mishnah say, So what does that mean? That means when they get older, as we see, eight or nine, they should start the fast. Ten and eleven, as we say, we say they could fast the whole day. 12, even though if it's a, if it's a young girl, in she needs to fast the whole day. Rav Nachman says 9 and 10, not 8 and 9, 9 and 10. The Gemara says that the difference between Rav Nachman and Ravun had to do with the type of child. But Basically, once the child reaches a certain age, of around nine or ten. If he's a strong child, eight already. If he's a little bit weak, already nine. That's about the age that a child should start, not eat that night, and start fasting a number of hours during the day. And Shulchan it actually says this. If he's nine or ten, what does that mean? Who are you, boy? When do you eat breakfast? If you eat breakfast at eight o'clock in the morning, Yom Kippur, you eat breakfast at nine. If you are the, a boy that can hold out normally till ten, on Yom Kippur, you fast to 11. Once he reaches 11, even though he's not considered an adult, mid he should fast the whole day for Chinochamitzis. That's the p'sak of the Machaber. Once again, a boy reaches 11, according to the Rav of Cairo, there's a, if, if, obviously if he's ill you're not going to be my Matriak but if he looks like he's alright the boy should be encouraged to fast all day and he should fast all day the Ramah quotes a number of Rishonim here that says this din is not a relevant din even at 11 he doesn't have to fast the whole day. And therefore, the true who the Ramah is quoting, knew about all these Rishonim, and he said, if you see the boy is weak, you should definitely be somek on the Ran, the Zarua, and the other Rishonim, and not push him to fast. Obviously, once they're already uh, of age, and of course they have to fast and finish let's say however they are they have reached the age but you know that they have not reached sexual maturity we've talked about this in other halachot so technically it's only mid-arabonan. they would have to fast However, the Ramos says, I don't want to be mako because it could be that they had the hair, you just don't see it anymore. If a child is not yet reached nine years old, you don't want him to pass in order that he should not, sholem reach a Sakona. In fact, he wants to be machmir you stop it. Even though he's a very nice, firm boy, you do not allow him to fast before nine, if it's younger than nine. Um, my son, Nehemia, who was supposed to go to Eretz Israel today, the last minute, they decided to stay. So they're going to be staying in America till after Simchas Uh They're going to be going to Philly and coming back. But my son, Nehemia, I remember... When he was, I'm trying to think when that was, that was 1998 or 1999 it was. It was 1999. Nehemia was almost nine years old, but he was less than nine. He, he, he refused to eat. He was fasting and fasting. And um, I remember, or maybe it was I remember I had to force him and show him what it says because he wanted to. He wanted so much to try to fast through the day. So you need to tell them no, you cannot. Um, next, even 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 a shorter fast. Now that is the saka the shulchan aruch, but Rav Simcha Bunim Rebinovich, in the very popular sefer called Piskei Chuvot, says. Minagol Machana with shows that even if they're eight, they should start fasting. Not like the Shulchan Arach. The Shulchan Arach says it's only, as you can see, when he reaches nine. The Minag has become to have young children fast through the morning, even if they're less than nine years old. So Rav Rubinovich says the minig is machria against the ramah. But that's when the child wants to fast. If the child is hungry, then you have to give him. And he, he says, I'm really hungry. He's less than nine. He comes home from shul from kol nidre. Feed him. And if, if you tell your child, oh, you can make it. You can make it till tomorrow. You're a big boy already you're going to be nine soon. That's a mistake. He comes home from the Colnidre davening, from the Arvit davening, and he wants to eat, you should feed him. In fact, Rev. R- 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 the Piskei Chubo says, even older than nine, if he really feels thirsty, then give him something to drink on Yom Kippur night. As long as he isn't yet 11. Now, Obviously, if he's 11 already, try to convince him. And here he says, 11-year-old should at least try to fast unless he's weak till chatzos. Obviously, uh, Rav Rav Tzvi Pesach Frank writes, if it's their first year fasting, Take some time to check your child out, to make sure that he's safe. Especially if it's their first year. Even if you know that they've reached somewhat puberty, etc. check out what's going on. Because this might be the first Yom Kippur, the first year they've ever really tried to really fast. And it's a very, it could be a very difficult fast for them. We talked earlier uh, this week about a a woman who's pregnant. Let's talk about a woman now who's had a baby. In Shulchan Aruch, when a woman, in Kippur, when it speaks about a woman who's had a baby, it says that if she's within the first three days of birth, she should not fast at all. From the third until the seventh, we leave it up to her. If she says, I need to eat, you feed her. But from this point on, from seven days on, then she's like anybody else. Now. The same thing, first of all, the uh, the Baralacha quotes the Sefer hamed it says this isn't only a birth, the first three days, but even a woman who has suffered a miscarriage, also, the first three days has a din of a uh, a misukenet, and you need to and she's putter from fasting. Rav uh, Rabinovich writes. Sometimes by fasting, it could lead to a miscarriage or to a premature labor. He says, a woman who's pregnant should be fasting unless, he says, She's already miscarried twice due to that type of stress. Or the doctor knows about her that she is not able to keep the child or to contain the child normally and if she gets so weak. Now, what does it mean to be a woman who is pregnant in this case? That she knows she's pregnant. She's taking a pregnancy test even if 40 days has not elapsed since conception. Um, the Chazanish says that the baby, however, that was born, because we've talked about that the woman after seven days, according to the Shulchan Aruch, is no longer a chaylomisukenis. So what about the child that she's nursing? So the Chazanish writes that Every baby, whoever he is, whoever it is, is misuken for for breast milk. And if there's a suffix that by the woman will, because she's fasting, is not going to have enough milk to feed the child. And they're going to give the baby formula. But what might that do, the chazelish said. That might cause the baby to have constipation. It might cause the baby to become, to have diarrhea or any other sort of uh, fever because you never know what happens when, and even though the baby's only been nursing for a week or for 10 days or for two weeks, it's a suffix v'kuach nefesh. And therefore, the Chazanish says, If by fasting, the woman will have less milk and the baby's going to have to have something else and to use another sort of formula, the mother has a right to drink in order to have enough milk. That was the Psaq of the Chazanish. Now, the Chazanish, of course, wrote this in the 1940s and 50s. The Piskei Trubo says, "Lamayis ayeshu l'syashiv ki kayonim shonim she'erka matzonosi doma maod lechalav We have upgraded the quality of our. We've upgraded the quality of our formulas now. The formulas that we can give to newborns is very close to mother's milk. So therefore, Rabinovich says, only if you can see there's something on the child and he seems to have uh, issues and you think that he will not be able to digest anything different. Now, that is what Rabinovich said. As you know, I was in this situation with my daughter, Rina Rachel. She was born on Erev Rosh Hashanah. And the posse in our city said that my wife had to fast. My wife was dead set on, on nursing Rina Rachel. But because she fasted on Yom Kippur. She lost the ability to nurse. And um, the Rav, I asked the Rav before Yom Kippur, and the Rav told me, no, I'm sorry. She doesn't have a din. On Yom Kippur, I found this Chazonish. And I went, I wasn't davening in that shul. But I went over to where the show where the Rav was and I showed him this Chazanish. Um, and unfortunately, four days later, um, I think it was right before Sukkot, Rina was taken to the hospital. And she had to go to the neonatal uh, emergency room. And when she came in, the doctors didn't know if she was going to make it because she had lost so much weight. I still remember how they told me, um, well, they didn't tell me. I was actually, it was before cell phones and I was learning uh, in a base medrash and the public phone rang. They were looking for me. To tell me that they had taken an ambulance, my wife and Rena, uh, to to a neonatal hospital. Lutheran General. I don't know if you're still here, uh, Sheila, um, but uh, Lutheran General was where uh she was taken. And um I was learning and I was learning that night, the medicine tells you I came into David Marv, and the phone rang and I ran to the hospital. And I went to the room where they were trying to feed her intravenously. And she had become so tiny that they weren't able to find a vein for her. I don't have to tell you what type of davening I did then. Now, I've told this to Moshe many times. I still came to that rov and asked him shyless. I didn't, he was wrong as far as I was concerned. A says that if a baby is getting breast milk, you don't just give the baby formula. Brevinovich says the Pesach should change today. I don't know. All I can tell you is, is that, again, maybe the rub was wrong in my mind. I still went with him for many, many difficult questions afterwards. Anyway, um...